0: Attention, military veterans and military personnel. This is Tracy from Lakewood College, and I am excited to announce the new partnership between ETA Associates and Jamal King's Make Real Estate Real. Give me a call so I can see if you qualify to receive the Make Real Estate Real with no out-of-pocket expense to you. I can be reached at 1-800-517-0857. My extension is 700. You may also visit us at wwwmoney 4 Again, that is money, the number four, bets.com. You may also schedule an appointment with me through my text only number at area code 216 678 9933. I look forward to speaking with you all.
1: I'm going to use my energy. I'm going to use my resources. I'm going to use my time to create what doesn't even exist. So do me a favor. Get out your feelings when it's a factual situation because you cannot believe everything you feel.
0: This episode is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organify is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few? So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's organif dot forward slash success. Today's show is brought to you by Ashford University.
2: Dreams,
3: we all have them. The small ones are easy to talk about. The big ones, the ones we really want, not so much. It's like if we say them out loud, they have no chance of coming true. Well, I say when it comes to your future, dream big. The bigger, the better. And the dream of a better tomorrow starts with a degree from Ashford University. Dare to dream big. Your tomorrow starts today at Ashford University. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success. That's ashford.edu forward slash success. Not all programs are available in all states.
1: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live and be smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world?
4: Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips.
3: What's going on? What it do, y'all?
4: I got Dr. King in the building, JK, generational wealth. Make real estate real shoddy. What's happening, man?
2: Man, let's go. I felt like that's a bull's introduction,
4: bro. Uh, hey, well, you know, they didn't <laughs> gave me uh, a new mic, so I'm feeling real sexy right now. We got uh, Douglas <laughs> in the building. Douglas with the mic. We're going to see how this come out, the treadmill mic. we going to see. This is the we first ever of its kind. It's a treadmill mic. It goes specifically <laughs> on the treadmill to track your calories and make your voice sound nice. So. Hey,
1: Ma, we're going to give you what you need to help you to succeed. Hey, Let's go. listen,
4: I hope y'all appreciate us. Um, I called Carl and got on Carl and said, hey, we have moved up into the top 10 in the podcast world in our field, right? I, uh, somebody sent me a screenshot. I said, yo, secret to success is in the top 10 of the, I think it's educational. Uh, go figure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the educational podcast, so they said, y'all need to upgrade y'all mics. And so the mics we had before were like the kind we pin on our shirt that are more for like live speaking and stuff like that. But since we had the crib, we figured we would upgrade. So y'all looking at about, I don't know, $10,000, $15,000 worth hey, of new equipment. <laughs> so I'm going to need y'all to make sure y'all sign up for these conferences. It I'm really? going to need y'all to make sure. Y'all, or else uh, this Get was all in t-shirts. vain. Get some Without further ado, he missed a week last week. I know we had some people sad and upset because they didn't get their their fix last week, but we got him back in the building.
2: He's back in the building. Let's the Third. Hey. Bring the
1: fire.
2: Hey, guys. Welcome to Trey's Comedy Corner.
1: What's up, man? Thank you for having us. Missed
2: you. Why why did the tomato turn red?
1: Why did Mm. the tomato turn red, Trey.
2: Because he saw the salad dressing. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> oh! He saw the salad dressing uh, in PG-13.
3: Got, got my man blushing. <laughs> blushing. Hey.
2: I love it. His,
4: uh, his grandfather told him one that I don't know if I could if say. If he could
1: put it online. <laughs> uh, no, I, he
4: can't say it, but maybe I can. Uh, They said, uh. uh <laughs> What kind of bees make milk?
1: <laughs> what kind of bees <laughs> make milk?
4: Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be real, y'all. We had a lot of stressful weeks in a row. Give me a break, okay? Give me a break.
1: We've been going hard, man. Bro, speaking of give you a break, yeah. Do I see that the hand is still oh, on yeah. lockdown? Ruby, yeah. no, I, I, I thought I saw more a little piece of a bandage.
4: Hey. I didn't even, look, I didn't even tell y'all because I was so distraught. Let, let me tell you something. It's already been a, a tough few weeks. I'm talking then, about a year. <laughs> so I think it's been a month almost since I uh, injured my hand, right? And so um, it was crazy because I went to for my checkup, and I'm thinking he going to tell me, like, yo, two weeks, you get this thing off, whatever. Duh, I went back in yesterday, and he took it off and you know, examined it. It was like, man, he was like, you want the good news? Oh, he basically said, you want the bad news or the bad news? I said, right. oh Lord. And uh, he said, listen, man, you're gonna have to wear this thing another six weeks.
2: Oh, wow. man!
4: Six weeks. Whoa. So I got, so literally, I, no, I was hurt. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I was hurt. Um, he said, you know, based on the way it was healing, the 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 fact, bro, it's still swollen, it's still bruised, like crazy, dog. Like, I, I'm telling y'all, the the weirdest, craziest old man injury ever but the most painful and the longest lasting. I'm like, bruh, I could have had brain surgery and recovered by now. Right, um, <laughs> right, he's so been anyway, on the other side of it by now. So, so what he gonna do is, uh, in three weeks, he'll start to take the mold and remold it so it go forward, 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 so I can start working on flexing my fingers. So yeah, no, thanks for asking, but yeah, another another six weeks in this bad boy. Well, I'm grateful
1: boy. for it, Ma. He can't put the whip on us with the injured hand. <laughs> oh no, don't get it twisted, This the left. Oh, the left
3: okay. it's, the left. it's the left hand. Yes, yeah, the left
1: hand. Listen, I got the
4: left, I got the I can still go right hand. That's the only saving grace I told you, man, is the fact that it ain't my right hand, because Lord have mercy. It get frustrating. But uh it does have its advantages. I can definitely tell my wife, like, baby, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I can't I can't pick up the dog poop right now. I only got, you know what I'm saying? You need two hands to. Uh, but no, shout out to the... Oh, uh, man, y'all ain't seen Breslin. I need to bring him back on the podcast. Shout out to those of you who realized the dog was named after Michigan State Basketball Arena. You know what I'm saying? Young come Breslin. Uh, but he's getting big, man. We had the dog train. Uh, you know, that's when you know you just had a, a, a good phase in life. We got a dog trainer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she come by and, you know, she got her, her her little tactics, man, and it's working. So we got... uh, we He understands how to uh, go number two outside, but we Beautiful. still trying to get... Uh, number one, when he get excited, he's still just uh letting it letting it rang off. And so we're trying let to get it that. Ru- let it Cand- rang. Candace pulled up all the rugs in the house. But let me tell you something. I, I, like, we really blessed because my man love his kennel. Like, he almost like, bro, the kids are hyping him up throughout the day. He'll be like, he'll go to the door and start barking like, please let me in here. He'll go in the kennel and sit down for like an hour and a half and just lay down. Oh, wow. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, he doing wow. well. I got to wake up one time. So, usually I'll go to bed and wake up at like three in the morning, take him out, come back in, put him in the kennel. He get back up six o'clock, 6.30, be ready to rock and roll. So, uh, it's been a blessing, man, a much needed distraction uh, for the family, you know, the kiddos. Um, also, man, I wanted to bring my daughter in here. Avery! I don't think she wants to be on camera. She's not, you know, Trey right. is the, yeah, Trey, Trey, to, Avery, <laughs> Avery got more of my swag in terms of like, she's not tripping on the shine like that. Yeah. So Trey like, look, I need, I need to get this off. So you he get was get hurt last mic. week. But um, today is my baby girl, Sweet Peas, uh, four euro birthday. So we got, are you going to come say hi? Be careful of my equipment. Come say hi, <laughs> Tell baby. Tell sassy bossy. Let them see you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bougie. Step over it. step over it. come on. Okay. We're going to sing happy birthday. There she is. Happy birthday. Say hey, baby. Happy birthday. Uh, he's leaning and say hey. Say hey in the microphone. Say hey. Hey. All right. Hey. Ready? We're going to sing happy birthday. Ready? One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, birthday to, to you.
3: You. you. Happy birthday, happy birthday,
4: birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday happy to birthday. you.
3: There,
2: Avery. Avery, Avery! Happy birthday, Happy birthday,
3: birthday to, you. to you! Yay! And Minnie,
4: let them know how old you are. Say it in the mic, huh? Four. Yes. <laughs> I love you. Happy birthday, baby. All right, careful. Watch the watch the chords. Watch the chords. Watch the chords. Step over. Step Tell the wave like you this from now. Come on, Sydney! Come on! See, tell her to wave okay. like this. Step see, yep.
1: give us the fours for the whole year. And
4: this is this is my niece, Sydney. Say hi. What up,
1: Sydney? Sydney? What up, yeah. Sydney? Hey, girl.
4: Let, let them see the teeth.
3: Yes, oh, yes, sir.
1: Sydney, hey, where did Jordan they go? Right there Sydney, with you, where Sydney. did they go?
3: Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, ask Sydney if they paid her enough to two fairy hooker. Uh, up.
4: let me tell you something. She didn't lost so many teeth, bruh. I'm like, she getting paid. <laughs> she didn't she lost getting, a bunch. Hey. Trey still ain't lost his first one yet, but I guess boys, wow. they say boys lose teeth slower than Jordan girls. took
2: a minute. Uh, Easy, I got a question, bro. Yeah. Yeah. How come when you over 40 and you lose your teeth,
1: don't nobody put no money up under your pillow? I'm, I'm talking about none. It costs. <laughs> <Hey>. It costs. <laughs> and it le- costs and let me at say 40 something. when you lose some
4: jokers. He's holding on by a thread over there. A thread. I'm, <laughs> hey.
1: I'm actually holding on by three, uh, three uh, uh. Uh, sessions a year. But, Ma, I'm struggling because of COVID. My teeth probably about to fall out. Bruh. I ain't been able to go to the dentist.
4: Yeah, I nah. can't.
1: My man told me come last week. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm good. I ain't ready nah. to be out
3: there yet yeah. like that yet. I hey, got yeah. to
2: tell you, brother, the dentist called me up the other day. Oh, he did he? he asked the he said, like, well, next did... time you and CJ coming back Never. to office. Never, I said, oh, <laughs> I said, you got us once, man.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no question. Um, yeah, speaking of which, the COVID, uh, why folk out here acting like the COVID over? I'm like, I'm, I'm at the grocery the store. Over. I'm like, whoa! None of y'all want to go with the mask? Y'all, y'all good on the masks? So I, I don't know if y'all been peeping, but I think Who the is rates, that
1: mask man.
4: The rates going back up in a lot of places. Yes, and hey, like, okay. Y'all, they was y'all dogging.
1: Playing. They was dogging our governor out, big Gretch. They was dogging her out, but we got the lowest cases in the country. They was dogging her out. They came up on the uh in the state building. With the R, the AR threes. They came in on them. locked and loaded. <laughs> locked and loaded. But hey, just for all, all of y'all right, who was Maul. hitting me, like,
4: yo, they came up to the state capitol and Lansing with guns and stuff. I'm like, them people weren't from Lansing, Doc. <laughs> we yeah. just the Capitol. Right. So they came to the Capitol right. to protest. Promise you, they was not uh, we from gonna Lansing. Chill up here. So we yeah. gonna chill. Um, but anyway, man, catch me up, man. How's everybody feeling, man? Uh I, I feel, you know, this is the first week I'm I'm feeling kind of like uh, you know, for real, getting back to normal just in terms of my my, my emotions, you know, being able to regulate my emotions. Mm. Again, I think what's going on in the world right now is incredible. Um, you see you, you, you see uh it, it's a new movement now. And and everybody who, you know, then has some dirt, they getting caught on it. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And you know, uh holding people accountable is the only way we're gonna get past this. And so uh, but anyway, for me and my family, you know, it's been heavy for a few weeks. And I think, uh, you know, this week, man, I'm, I'm starting to feel that optimism, if you will. So, um, anyway, we, uh, I know you see what we got going on over here. My whole house is set up like a princess uh, castle for the day. So, what y'all, <laughs> what's been up with y'all? How y'all quarantining over there?
1: I just got one question, though, bruh. Ma, this how I know. This is what I don't know when it's real. They got rid of Paw Patrol. You know that's fake. The,
4: they ain't get rid of Paw Patrol. I heard yeah, that was fake. Patrol,
1: they <laughs> if they get rid, rid of Paw, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. <laughs> now,
4: now I got to take a stand. Look who's calling me your son. Hold on one second.
1: Hey, I got one question, though, Ma. They got rid of like um, what's the name of it? Uh, like you know some Cops. of the shows. Oh Cops. yeah, uh, 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 uh not uh, no. What
4: was the one? Not in Reno Nine One One. What was it called? Live PD.
1: Live PD. Yeah, Live uh. PD. Hey, this one I know they serious though. <laughs> when they get rid of training days. Oh! yeah, <laughs> I know they serious. Training days gotta go. Based on the criteria right now, training, training days day got, got to gotta go, go, bro. That, that's some bad apples right there. Yeah, hey, but, that, hey, but hey, that,
4: hey, remember, that's a who bad I thought, apple, though. That's who I thought Maul was when I first met Maul, when he was traveling <laughs> around the world um so uh carl what's going on over your way bro
3: man my wife is i don't know if it's a covid symptom but my wife is into now we need to renovate the house i don't mm. know if it's because we in the house so much so yeah we that's also it looking hey
4: uh, it's,
2: it's, something really it is. There, carl. it's yeah. just something okay. with all the all the wives but, but listen there. though
4: oh, this okay. how i know carl getting paper and mauled and turned Oof. carl into a, a real estate <laughs> mogul he said, hey, send me some of the magazines Candace be looking at for her stuff. I said, oh.
1: You don't want them. Uh-oh. You don't want to worry about
0: that life.
4: Hey, that, Hey, that ain't Art van player. You, you don't want, that ain't, hey. hey, that ain't rooms to go, bro. Hey,
1: that that make, hey, that make even CJ Cringe a little bit. Ooh, I promise you.
4: I promise you. No, yeah, this, ain't, this ain't rooms to go. You don't want these problems. But that's how I knew Carl was on another level. So, Carl, what y'all doing? Y'all redoing the, the, the kitchen? What you got?
3: So it's funny because it started with... Tamisha hates carpet. From the time we got in the house, you know, we grew up in Barbados with tile, you know what I'm yeah. saying, or wood floors. So she hates carpet. And then, you know, after a while, carpet just gets dirty. You clean it, whatever. It's just trapped a lot of stuff. Yeah. So she's like, oh, your yeah. carpet got to go. So we started with floors, see? Uh-huh. I was like, man, I'm with you. That's something that, you know, you love. I'm cool. We can do floors. Yeah. But then I was like, well, but if we change floors... The kitchen gonna kinda like not match no more. You know what I'm saying? And right, the bathroom right. ain't gone yeah. and the countertops. And then so let's just say in about an hour, somebody coming at the house to measure everything. Let's just say it like that. Wow. Yeah, she not playing. Yeah, she she on and popping. Yeah. It's gonna I'm be like, the hey. water
1: dispenser next, Carl. The oh, water dispenser next. Uh, right. That ain't, ain't gonna, gonna match. match no more. <laughs>
3: uh, everything gotta you ju- feel ay, me? Everything gotta go. So and Maul not helping. I called Maul fest and Maul said, Ma, I'll tell you what you said. That was the best advice, but the worst at the same Uh-oh. time. Uh uh. Maul said, no, no, he said, it was good. Maul said, like, dude, if you're going to change the kitchen, like, you got to really change it so you can feel like it's new. Mm. And I was like, great advice. Like, he was just saying, like, mm. our, our cupboards and stuff look good, but he's like, it don't make sense. I don't care if they look good. Like, you want to walk in there and feel like it's new. So,
2: yes. Tamisha
3: heard that and was like, yeah, it's got to be new. <laughs> it's got to
4: be new. How come they so, only yeah, agree no, with that kind of stuff? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you say anything else, he's like, oh, okay, I ain't hear that one. But as soon as well, the Carl, cup- I should
2: have... I should have looked over my shoulder to make sure Camille wasn't behind me. Oh. Because when she when she had when she saw me on the phone FaceTiming you and Tamisha and going through your kitchen, going through all of the house, she like, oh, okay, Mr. Contractor. Oh, you, wanna, <laughs> you wanna give you, you some advice? Well, we got some things around here. And I'm like, what? Like, 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 come on. What, what do we need to do around we here? We got a exactly. roof, we on the rooftop cooking dinner, bruh. She walked me, she grabbed my hand, walked me on top of the rooftop deck. Mm. And she said, Well, it don't look like we're going on vacation no time soon. So we need to
4: bring vacation here.
2: Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go.
4: Yeah. yeah. Like
2: literally, and you know my wife all about that action, bro. So she she passed the magazines. So she took, we went to um, American Sale, Poolarama, and we went up went over there and bought a bunch of patio furniture, gazebos, uh outdoor. Pizza
4: fire pit. Uh, oh yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> <that guy>.
2: Abachi <laughs> grill. Now y'all gonna have home run in at the crib? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Abachi
2: grill slash street taco cart. <laughs> ah, <laughs> weekend, bruh, so.
4: bruh. Fair file, he gonna FaceTime me. I'm like, bruh, if I can't uh partake in the <laughs> festivities, bruh. don't FaceTime me <laughs> on this
1: foolishness. You know what I'm saying?
4: Uh, um hip hop preacher, what's good, baby?
1: Hey, knock on wood.
4: Oh I'll get I'll get, oh. More, I'll get a
1: little bit more. I get a little bit more in depth next week, but Oh, 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 oh trust Southern me. Ca-
4: you, yeah, it's going to look
1: a little different next week. Headed to Southern <laughs> California mall. Look like the dream about to be a reality. Yeah.
4: Mm. Yeah. So so you you take off and, and you go what? Saturday? Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Wow. So next week church. Yeah, so next yeah. week we get to do the podcast Ooh, live and live direct. Live and
3: direct. Ooh.
4: Let's go. I'm nervous. Hey
1: you- I'm hey, nerd. you got your Wi-Fi and all that in place? Uh, they—I ordered everything. I'm supposed to pick it up Monday. They don't, you know, they're not open on the weekend, so Monday I go mm. by pick it up. Supposed to, you know, we'll see. But I just—all I'm gonna say is, it never rains in Southern. <laughs> Hello, Tell me.
3: Uh.
4: Um, yeah, no doubt, man. Hey, can y'all believe, man? I'm just tripping, like. Do y'all know we did the podcast? We started the podcast before Avery was born, and I'm Isn't my baby crazy? girl four years old now. Isn't that crazy? Think about that, dog. So I talked about her being born on the podcast, and here oh, we are, man. Wow. She's uh, four years old, man, and uh, as you can see, just as uh, beautiful as she want to be. So happy birthday yeah, need, to my baby you say? girl! See, you
1: need a, a master. That was the, that was the message that came from
3: that.
4: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Man. That was the message that came from that for man. sure.
1: Hey, man, but, I'm 15 minutes in, 17
2: minutes in, and my battery blinking is down to one battery and it's blinking.
4: <laughs> Are <laughs> you serious?
2: That's, That's crazy. crazy. Hey, so keep Maul, going. Uh, he's
4: keep, on. Uh, you just gonna have to keep changing. Carl it, Maul. got him. Carl got him on the uh, on the rookie package.
2: It's hey, so, this is how uh, they do. I was just letting everybody at this podcast roll up. This is what they do for the roof of the tape. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, even yeah. get a quote. I gotta do
4: No, this. we got you. You're gonna be plugged in. So hey, um you. Maul, you just switch out whenever you need. Uh just keep an eye on your, your audio. Hey, this is all for the people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, bro,
1: We're, just so y'all can get better sound. Just so y'all better can get sound better sound. Quality.
4: We're trying to take care of y'all. Um all so, right,
3: Carl, right. let
2: me ask you. Should I switch now? Or should I wait for it just to die?
3: Oh no, switch now, sir. We you might be in the middle of saying something fire. We didn't want to miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Switch it out. See, hey, she can talk till you come back.
4: Oh, uh, I promise you I can't. Um, no. So, yeah, we got a pool party going on today at the house. We got uh, oh, wow. all kind. I'm, let me tell you something. My kids, the bro, so spoiled. Candace, In the quarantine. Candace got In gifts. In the
1: quarantine.
4: <laughs> Candace got like a gift for her that she get every hour on the hour. Oh, yeah. Just to pace us until we get to the pool party. I'm like Lord, have mercy. So yeah, oh, no, yeah. it's another level of sport over here, bro. Oh yeah, it's another level hey. of sport.
3: Hey, Maul told me yesterday, live it up, bro. Live like uh, oh, ain't yeah. nobody know what's going on. Live, stop playing. Right. Live.
4: Yeah, no question. Right. Um, all right, so let's do a podcast. Um, E, I'm gonna kick it to you, uh, because after our conversation last week, uh, you said something, and I was like, man, I ain't really know how to take it, you know, at the moment. And I was kind of like, yo, what do you mean? And you you kind of explained it last week. But I think, uh, I'm not sure why, but um, I think Nikki cut the, a piece of the UOU clip or whatever. Yeah. And I think Carl has the clip. And when I saw the clip, again, obviously that's you know one of the most, I think it might be the most viewed video on our channel, obviously, besides the Guru story. But um, I saw that clip this week and I was like, oh, I get it. And so I want Carl just to play the clip really quick, and i um, yeah, I'll come back and, and enter us into this discussion.
1: I didn't get here making excuses. So what? My father wasn't in my life. The truth of the matter is he ain't never coming to my life. So what, I'm going to wait for the rest of my life for my man to come? He ain't coming. I live in America. I'm an African-American male. They don't treat us the same. It's something called racism. I ain't going to cry about it. It's probably gonna be racism to the day I die, but I'm not gonna cry about it. I'm still gonna be a millionaire. I'm still gonna be one of the top motivational speakers in the world. No, I didn't grow up on that side of the town. No, my mama don't have no network. No, I don't know a whole lot of people. No, I'm not at a country club. No, I don't play golf, and I don't plan on playing no time soon. But I'm still gonna be successful. I'm still gonna get you where they are. Why? Because I owe it to myself. And can't nobody stop me but me. And you need to get rid of them excuses and you need to stop pointing fingers at people and you need to start pointing fingers at yourself. What did you not do?
4: Man, mm. still one of the, still one of the most powerful clips. Uh, I think that, you know, we've ever had, if y'all don't know the backstory to that, uh, me and E were in New Zealand and bruh, when I tell you E was in the zone that was out of this world, that was the same speech, if you remember, when he was talking about the all blacks football team and the haka and stuff like that. And I promise you, I've never that was probably the most in sync E and I ever been in our entire careers. Because we had a long conversation before he spoke that day. And I can't remember exactly what the conversation was, but I remember when he started going off. You remember what I did? And I don't ever yeah. do that. I stood, stood up. up. I stood, stood up, up like duh, like like it was church. And like he locked eyes with me and he just started going. And I promise y'all. It's you know, he spoke for like an hour and a half. I edited that entire eight and a half, nine minute clip, whatever it was, I edited in my head as he was talking. And it was one of the most powerful clips I think I've um, ever seen of yours. And when I saw it, I thought about last week. If y'all remember, you heard last week's podcast. He said, yo, I've been gave up on that. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been done with that. And I guess... When I didn't hear it correctly or my heart didn't hear it correctly, because I was like, yo, E, what's up? Like you, you Mr. Optimism, you Mr. Like, we can get this done, let's go. And that it, it was weird for me to hear you say, yo, I, I gave up on there be, no, you know, they're never being racist. Like I'm I'm done with that. But then when I saw that clip and I talked to Maul, and Maul said something similar, is you okay, so I'm trying to find a way to say this, but long story short. You understand that the deck is stacked against you. And so the crazy thing is Maul understood the same thing. And when you understand that the deck is stacked against you, you can play the game different. And so what you were saying was, if I sit here, yes, racism still exists. No, my mom's not a, a part of a country club. No, I don't play golf. All those things that you're saying that I need to do in order to get to the next level, I'm not doing none of that. I don't have that type of network. I don't have that type, and I never will. It's probably going to be racism to the day I die. But when when you're talking in that clip, I almost hear you talking to yourself saying, I can't focus on those things because then I have a reason not to do what I need to do. And it's crazy because I want to make sure that people understand everything we talked about the last two weeks is 1 million percent true. Systematic racism, oppression, loans being denied, the, uh, not an equal opportunity at the American dream. All of those things are true. And E, when I heard you say it, now I think it makes more sense to me And you know, in relation to that clip of you have to be telling yourself, yes, those things are happening. Yes, the deck is stacked against me. But guess what you know? If you go to the poker table and you know the deck is stacked against you, the one thing you do know going in is it's stacked against me. So I got to play even better and so, E, you could walk us through that. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of what was on my heart,
1: and then I'll kick it to Ma and Carl. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Um, I had a young man say on the um, clip, it was like, you know, similar, like, oh, so E, what you saying? You know, emotion. I'm like, bruh, first of all, when I say you and your feelings, you know, they was kind of on that, you know, you got to be vulnerable, whatever. Ma, I don't know if there's another man on the planet that speak the way I speak in terms of vulnerability. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all about being vulnerable. I'm all about being sensitive and being in touch with, in tapped into my feelings. Yeah. But here's what I learned, you know, growing up on the block. You can't bring a knife to a gunfight, bruh. You just can't do it. You can't bring a knife to a gunfight and expect to win. So what I mean is you can't bring your feelings into a situation that requires you to be factual, you feel me? You can't bring your your feelings, while you might be in touch and in tune with your feelings and love your feelings, every situation is not appropriate to be emotional. Because there are times where you bring emotion, here's what they say. They say, the higher the emotion, the lower the-
4: Reasoning. You
1: feel me? (laughs) So, So I'm saying, so when you bring, Bruh, when you bring that stuff, so what I noticed Ma, Dr. Martin Luther King, they didn't bring in emotions, bruh. Like, if they would have done what we doing now, some of the stuff we doing now, I promise you they wouldn't have got civil rights. Because what you notice is that your oppressor will not focus on the solution. Your your oppressor going to go straight to the problem. Was they drunk? Would they take care of their kid? This has nothing to do with a man losing his life. Right, like, you right. have no reason as another human to take another human's life because you can't give it back. The wife don't have a husband. The kids don't have a father. Fo- like, but you'll find what your oppressor will do is your oppressor will find any excuse to take the, the pressure off of what we're really talking about. Yeah. So what I'm trying to explain to folks is Martin Luther King was a beast because I know they were emotional inwardly about dogs getting sick on them. About women getting beat by with cops, with uh, uh, uh what they call that, uh, the baton. They was getting beat, water hose, right? So I know that they were emotional, ma. But they understood that this is not the appropriate place to bring emotions. We have to be factual. Now let me tell you something. See, blew my mind, bro. Yeah, blew my mind. You remember when I told you that they marched for 381 days? See. That's over a year. Yeah. But do you know that in 1946, I believe it was, or 49, that a group of women actually organized, see? So so they had been organizing for nine years before Rosa Parks got on the bus. Wow. Nine years, bruh. They had been strategizing for nine years, and then they put the strategy in motion and Dr. Martin Luther King started a new entity where he became president. Bruh, you talk about nine years? Ho, ho. Hold. You holding your emotions for nine years and you so strategic that they said more that the day Rosa Parks got arrested, that the next day half of the city was meeting in to Rock and Roll. Wow. Half, half the citizens was to Rock and Roll. Why? They realized that if you use emotion... Yeah. that they're going to have an excuse. So they went straight strategy. They rode their bikes. Hmm. They drove each other. They walked. Wow. They were strategic for an entire year. And Martin Luther King, at that point, was able to show the world, look how they responding to us being peaceful. They got dogs out. They beating us upside the head. They taking us to jail. They putting water hose on us. Look what they're doing to children. Look they do what they're doing to women. And so my point is, when you use emotion at a time frame where facts are necessary, you're using the wrong key for the wrong the wrong door. And so, it's okay to know your emotions. It's not always okay to use it. So, I just want to go down. Someone's going to read this all real quick, y'all. Yeah, I'm going to sure. open it up, but I wanted to respond to this young man who I he he wasn't tripping. He just was like, e I don't understand what you're saying. So, I want to make it clear. So, number one. Hold if on, let me, let me
4: read it real quick. Let me, okay. If you want me to read it, that way I want to make sure people got context because sometimes yep. we talking and... Yep. um Let me see. All right, so he said... T-t-t-t. All right, uh, love this post. After decades of working with my... And it's a young lady, by the way. Okay. Uh, shout out to her. Um, love this post. After decades of working with my emotions, I am convinced that feelings are important indicators of our value system and should be honored and reflected upon, not pushed away. They are what make us human. Those who work with their emotions constructively have courage to understand them and channel their emotions for a greater good. It is not the fact that we have emotions that's the problem, but how we approach them and what we do with them.
1: I think I must have got that from her, but it was, I think somebody else responded because they was like, E, I don't really understand this, if you will. Okay, yeah, I just wanted
4: to read the original post. Shout out to Andrea, by the way. So.
1: Okay, so so for me, and I want to walk y'all through this. I don't want to be emotional. So number one, if you're shooting at the wrong target, even if you hit it, you missed. <laughs> okay. Whoa. That's what I'm make sure I say oh, that again. Hold on,
4: hold on. You, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you okay? Hold on. You trying to uh, <laughs> wait? You you just gonna uh, throw a hail mary you on the first saying, play Mom? of the game, huh? <laughs> yeah. you,
1: you you feel what I'm saying, and so. Mm. I'm just saying for those of us who demonstrate emotion at the wrong, at the inappropriate time, it doesn't matter. If you're shooting at the wrong target, even if you hit that joint, you missed, right? Mm. You missed, right? So when I found out that my father who was raising me wasn't my biological father, Ma, I got in my emotions. And I ran away from home then, came back and forth, and left for good at 16. Ma, I literally damaged my family because I was emotional. Here's what happens when you're emotional, right? You create a false narrative when you're emotional. You create a false narrative. And then what you start doing is you start supporting that false narrative. So my narrative was my mom lied to me. You know what I'm saying? My mom was deceptive. My mom was whatever. The reality, Ma, my mom was 17 doggone years old, bruh. (laughs) She was a kid, bruh. She was 17. She was a baby, Ma. She didn't do what she did to be manipulative. She literally did what she thi- did because she was thinking for me, I want my son to have a father. I want my son to be in a stable environment. But it was my emotions, Ma, that went with, yo, you lied to me. You played me. I can't trust you no more. Bruh, I sh- I-, I was in my emotions, Ma. And this is how you know when you're in your emotions. Because your emotions actually separate you from the person or the problem that you're dealing with in the first place. Mm. Just being real. This is how you know you're emotional. Because you're talking to everybody but the person that you got the problem with. Mm. That's how you know you're emotional. You're not even talking to the person. I wasn't even talking to my mom. I was talking to my boy about my mom. I was talking Mm. to my teacher about my mom. I never said nothing to her. But I was talking about it. Listen to me. When you are emotional, you create a narrative that at the end of that narrative, you are not getting nowhere. So when people say, oh E, you're putting, and I've I've had professors, literally professors, friends go, oh, so you making the problem the oppressed. You are not focusing on the oppressor. Listen to me, I can't make the oppressor love me. I can't make the, I see it. Our people get shot, they got 101 reasons for why my man got shot, but you have a white kid in the same situation that don't get shot so I'm so what I'm trying to explain is, yo, your oppressor may never wake up and go, you know what, this is wrong. I'm listening to my some people saying it's no systematic racism. Josh, walk you through <laughs> the scenario at the dinner table. He walk you through how the how, uh, each individual, what is it, each industry and how it's dominated by white America. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not waiting on my oppressor to go, you know what, you have been oppressed. I'm not waiting on that. So what I'm going to do. Is I'm not gonna get in my emotions, I'm gonna get in my facts, and I'm gonna ask myself, okay, E, what's required? <laughs> okay, you're gonna need an 800 and something credit score. Bottom line. You're gonna need to have a couple million dollars saved in the bank just in case. <laughs> you feel me? You gotta have multiple streams of income. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be
4: and you, by you, the way, that still doesn't guarantee, as we no. saw with your situation right. with the Absolutely. house, right? That even right. that don't guarantee
1: it, yep. but it yep. does put you in a
4: better position.
1: That, and all, hmm. all we saying, CJ is we want to heighten the probability. We want to heighten the probability. So there are things that we can do to heighten the probability. Now I just want to say this, let me get off of it. When you're in your emotions, you focus on self, not solving the problem. So so you all emotional but you on self though. You like, "Mom, how do I feel? Mom, what have you done to me?" Not mom. What's up with we? I never cared about we cuz I was in my emotions. Had I been caught up in facts, I would have been like, yo, ma, let's talk this out. Bruh, I'm 40-some years old. I never said nothing to my mom about it. But, ma, it was it was, it was, was definitely the single most devastating piece of information I ever got in my life. And I did not know I was wired to be in my feelings. Like, I wasn't wired for facts. Some of us are just wired to be emotional. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that. When I'm speaking, it helps. I'm doing TGIM. When I'm teaching, it helps. But when you're dealing with a problem... You cannot deal with a problem in feelings. You have to deal with facts. Okay, so watch this. Again, I'm gonna say this slowly. You isolate yourself from the person or the problem. And once you isolate yourself, you can't fix it anymore. You get verbally uh, aggressive, right? You get ver- you see it ma. cats Cats get caught up in their emotion. Now they talking loud. you know what I'm saying And they're doing certain things that is it naturally wrong? No. But depending on the circumstance you're in, it could be wrong. So watch this. I don't care about right. I don't, when you're in your emotions, you're like, this ain't fair. This ain't right. When you're in your facts, I want my son to come home. I do not want to talk about what's right. I want Jalen to make it home. I want Jalen to experience the American dream. I want Jada to experience the American dream. I don't want my children dead. And I'm doing, I'm protesting and saying what's right. We're not dealing with what's right right now, Ma. We're dealing with what's well. (laughs) We're dealing with what's healthy. Like what's going to put them in the best position. So I can't make you white. But what I can do is tell you that there's a several certain level you have to operate. There's a certain environment you're gonna to have to put yourself in. There's a certain plan you're gonna to have to have regardless, right? So watch this. It not only isolates you from the person, but instead of you focusing on the source, right, and solving the problem, you wanna share your perspective, right? And that's it. I'm, I'm leaving. Like, that's it. So again, so instead of you focusing on the source, right, and, 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 how to solve, what emotions get you do is they get you caught up on perspective. So now C arguing, his perspective, I'm arguing, my perspective, and as we're arguing about the perspective, we're actually not getting any closer To what it is that we said we wanted to do. Like whatever the results are, we're not getting no closer ma. So I'm telling people like, yo, I don't argue no more. I'm answering this person because I like how they stated it. And I just wanted them to know what I was saying. I wasn't saying don't be emotional. I'm saying don't be emotional when it's not an emotional uh, situation. So if I have a situation with CJ... And I get emotional. I'm calling Ma. Ma, C didn't hit me up. C didn't let me know what's going on. We supposed to be doing business. He called you, but he ain't called me. What am I talking to Jamal for? That's me being in my, my feelings. I'm going to call CJ, and me and CJ going to deal with it head up. Right? And watch this. I'm not going to call. Here's the problem I had with the person that called me. The problem I had is that you let your feelings cloud the facts. Like, yo, for real, I'm human, y'all. But I would never go, yo, CJ doing X, Y, and Z. Or I wouldn't call C and accuse him of nothing. Why? Because I have facts to prove. I have facts to prove. What he has done, and what? So why would I even call him and go see you? Funny with the whatever. If it's something I don't understand, that's something that I need to say to myself. Like yo, E, come on, you know you out of place right now. You got a wrong narrative right now. You know, okay, all right, Carl, put that up for him. Let's put that up there real quick, Carl. I'm gonna end with this. Put this up. This gonna look. This gonna look better for y'all. This gonna answer better. Don't believe everything you feel. Oh. <laughs> don't believe everything you feel. Don't don't do it. So I'm not going to go, well, I'm feeling a certain way about C. I don't have any evidence. Why am I even going to bring that to him? Because if I bring something to him that's not evidence-based, guess what I'm doing now? Oh, man, watch this. I'm gone, y'all. This is it. Watch this, C. The very thing that I'm accusing you of, if I bring you feelings with no facts, I'm about to actually create the very thing that I'm afraid of. Come on. I don't know if y'all hear what I'm saying. So if I don't trust CJ, but he's not done anything that's not unworthy of me trusting him, when I bring to him, I don't trust him because my feelings told me it's something spooky going on. It's something I don't really understand. I was this, is, this ain't right. I was watching something the other day, and my man thought his girl cheated on him. And his whole conversation was about, can I trust you? You know, you got to be honest with me. I'm like, yo, see, you didn't even see her do anything. You just made an assumption based on something you saw and then you told somebody and they reinforced what, they, what you told them they saw right, right. and then now when you see your girl with my man or around him, you saw that and it doesn't exist. So I'm trying to tell you, when you bring, oh, see, I don't trust you, If C didn't do nothing for me not to trust him, when I bring to him, I don't trust him. I just created in my mind, my narrative. I just created what it was I said I didn't like about C. And that was the fact that he didn't trust me. But he didn't do anything not to trust me. But I made that narrative up. And now what I'm going to do? I'm going to use my energy. I'm going to use my resources. I'm going to use my time to create what doesn't even exist. So do me a favor. Get out your feelings when it's a factual situation, because you cannot believe everything you feel.
4: Yeah, you know what's crazy, Ian? I'll I, I kick it around the horn to the guys, but, and, and I also wanna add on, and I don't know if this makes sense, but even the emotion, again, so like, let's go back to the 381, right? They had all of that strategy, but here's what the emotion can do, and correct me if I'm wrong, the emotion and that anger or whatever you feel it can lead to you doing it for 381 days. Absolutely. Let that days, be the part. Right. That, let yeah. that be. Let yep. that part be the jet fuel of like, no, yep. I'm pissed. Like yep. this hurts. I hate it. And so that's what's going to make me wake my butt up every single day and execute and the go strategy. Get it. That's You right. know what I'm saying? If yep. that makes sense. So
1: uh, yeah, but remember that's internal though. See, yeah, that's not external. Like right. you're using that. You're 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 harnessing that energy to execute. Yeah. Not putting that energy out in the world where they can now take it. <laughs> And use it against you. Yep, no, no I wanna,
4: question.
3: I want to connect those two, E, because like he used the word emotion and energy. And I'm actually like I took the definition from it. So emotion is really just energy and motion. Right? And I'm thinking, seeing and E down by the church, you driving down by the church the other day, and they had, I don't know if it was bad or window. Is but that two where that electrical... comes from,
4: Carl? You just dropped the whole, my whole
3: brain just about exploded. Energy and motion. Energy emotion. motion. So so I'll give you the whole wow. the, the whole picture Girl, that emotion. came to me. E, emotion. Last couple. Pearl just redefined it.
4: Emotion for y'all.
3: <laughs> e, you remember them two poles that was down going to the church? Yeah. So see, Maul, like I don't know if we had Hollywood or something, but it's two of them big electric poles that was, they were still functioning, they were still working, but they were leaning down. And I was looking at them, and I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, if you look at the top of these boxes, guys, I want you to understand, like, energy and motion. I'm, I'm talking about electricity, right? At the top of every pole, there's this big old gray metal box, mm-hmm. right? And what that does is called a pole top converter. I don't know what that's what it's called. I, that's what I'm calling it. All right? I love it, though. <laughs> I love it. He got, air, he got I, I'm, I'm not smart, smart enough, enough to, to debate
2: you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, pole top converter. But, hey.
3: What happens is there's a certain voltage that all your appliances and everything work at, right? If electricity coming from the plant come to your house directly... It's blowing everything up. You can't turn a sink. It's, it's tearing all your appliances up. Mm. So to, to see to your point... That pole top convert is what's now taking the energy and channeling it in a way that you, your house, your appliances can use. Mm. So I think that's the piece that we got to understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, nothing's wrong with the energy. We need the energy. We yeah. need the emotion, right? Yep. But yep. we need to be able to put it in a manageable form, in a direction, in a way that we can use it. So that, yeah, when you just said that, the energy and motion, that's all it is.
4: So Carl, if, I, if what I'm understanding, what you're kind of saying is, yep, when the energy hits, we need a filter, and the filter yeah, has to go Absolutely. through a, a strategy. So that's let your emotion fuel through uh, filter through the strategy and then execute the game plan. Marl and I were talking yesterday when I uh, was on my way in, thinking I was about to get my splint off. Um, but one of the things Marl was like, yo, uh, we were talking again, Marl, about you know the deck being stacked against you, and he e just broke down how we can't be um, emotional about it, but we have to be strategic. And so I wanted you to talk about, obviously, you know, you being a one percenter, a self-made millionaire since the age of 26. um, How do we go about balancing good reasons, excuses, whatever you want to call them? And I hate to call it an excuse because it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? And like there is some things that are messed up about this country and it may be two, three, four times as hard from Jamal as a young black male to become a millionaire as somebody else. I don't know. What I'm trying to say, though, is, Ma, we talked about it. Again, the deck being stacked against you and then knowing how to play your hand. Give us some strategy about how we can play our hand, because, again, I don't want anybody out there to think when he says "Um, uh, uh, there's going to be racism to the day I die and I ain't going to cry about it. I ain't going to make excuses. Notice that he acknowledged that it's there. Right? like he, he didn't say like yo it, it ain't no racist like you using that as an excuse he's saying in spite of I am still going to and I think that's where the 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 traffic jam happens is yo we could sit back and go man this world ain't set up for me to win you know I, I can't do this I can't do that walk us through the mindset because I think you out of I, I, you
2: see I'm about to change yeah, go go ahead it. keep going with it <laughs> I need to change this
1: bro it's going no, just, just say us then why he's doing it see uh, you let me said say this yeah, while he's doing it yeah go for it please bro. I think this is important. Mm-hmm. When Carl talks about this energy, the reason why I say you have to shift at some point when you're emotional, and thank you Carl for that energy and motion, is just like what Maul is doing. Maul has to stop the motion and now Maul gotta change the, the battery. He gotta change the energy source.
4: Okay, you're going so, deep, deep. You're going deep, you're going deep. So, so, so <laughs> going deep. the deal.
1: <laughs> Let's start off with emotion. I like what, what CJ said, what Carl said. The emotion is the starter. Mm. But at some point, you have to filter it because emotion, Carl, you're going to have to help me with this term, emotion does not have a straight line. Right. Right? Yeah. Emotion don't have a straight line. Like, the problem with emotions is like, for real, for real, they, they're internal. The Say it again, Carl? I said it could be all over the place. They're all over the place. It, uh. so, so that's what it is. It's an emotion. It's all over the place. So what you have to do, I can be emotional about getting my four-year degree, which why it took me 12 years. I was, Carl, I was emotional. I was Mm. seeing people not graduating. I was hurt. I was embarrassed. I was, I felt like I let myself down. I was all of that. But when I took my emotion and partnered it with and channeled it through a strategy I was able to not only get my four-year degree, I was able to get my master's degree, get my PhD. Mm. Like I knew who I needed to work out with. I know who needed to help me. I knew I had a time frame. And so what I'm saying is that when you are emotional, that's you. Like as long you could be all emotional, you want to, that's you. Mm. You cannot take your emotions outside of yourself and superimpose them on other people. Mm -hmm. It does not work. Once you get emotional with somebody, is the danger in that is it's not going nowhere. It ain't no plan. It ain't no strategy. It's all over the place. So nothing is going to happen other than every time y'all see each ya. this is why people who get abused, let somebody abuse them. And then when a person comes to say, I love you, you know, I care about you. Mm. Wh- what you're doing is you're letting that emotion make you go, oh yeah, they love me, but they still beating you. That's not right. And so because you're just emotional about it, You're never going to accomplish anything. Listen to me. As long as you are emotional about a problem, you will never solve it. Emotions are not meant to solve problems. But once you put a strategy together, once you take that energy now, so walk us through some practical in
4: your life. Walk us through some practical. You've had issues with your uh, All right, cool. I'll come to you in a second. But by, by the time I come back to you, it'll be time to change your batteries again. <laughs> hey, real quick though, e, no, cuz I want let, let, let's let's put some practical flesh on this thing and you could pick from, you know, I was I, emotion. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I was saying emoti- I'm saying so let's I mean even with um years you know, a couple years ago when you got rebaptized whatever, um yep. you know with Didi, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that that The the emotional part of how you went about trying to solve problems was literally affecting your marriage in a negative way. Yeah, so
1: what happened was, Didi would say, I don't like when you emotionally come at me. Why? Because she's not built like that. She's not wired for emotion. Her emotional part, based on the assessment, is low and her task part is high, which means she's very factual. So while Didi would get upset is because I told her, like, yo, what is it you want? She's like, yo, I, that that uh, verbal aggressiveness, like, yo, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it worked for TGI, it worked when you preaching, it worked what you teaching, <laughs> it does not work for me. I grew up in a home with just my mom. We never argued. Like, that loud tone that you got, that energy, like, it does not work for me. And, and see, I'm telling you from an emotional standpoint, I've been with Didi since I was 16. You know, we was on the phone. I wanted to stop, see? I yeah. wanted to stop. Yeah. But but I wanted to stop from an emotional standpoint, meaning that I wanted to stop the hurt, that I wanted her to stop being upset, that I hated when we when I went there with her and she'd go a day or two without talking to me. That she, you know what I'm saying? It was a different relationship. I didn't like when the blissfulness left when we would argue. But I, but I kept going emotionally, I'm going to stop. Emotionally, I'm going to quit. But it wasn't until I realized... Oh, your problem is you share your opinion when it's not appropriate. I didn't know I shared my opinion when I did my homework. I didn't know I was verbally abusive. Like I didn't know I was verbally meaning like, CJ. You know I don't cuss, bro. So I'm thinking I'm not social. I'm not verbally abusive because <laughs> I'm not cussing. Right, right. I'm not demeanoring you. I'm not dogging you out. I'm not calling you out your name. I'm not bringing up your past. But for her, it was like no, your tone. It's killing me. Like, that tone aggravates me. But it was when I started studying, I got out of my emotions, and I got help, and was like, you share your opinion. Don't share your opinion unless it's asked for. You, you, uh, you, you, man, see, you look up the word persuasive, it says there's three ways to do it. You do it through reasoning, through temptation, or you do it through arguing. See? (laughs) When my man took me to the door number I never three, even please, <laughs> <laughs> I, bro. My whole life. Yeah. Matter of fact, Ma, you know this. See, know it too. You grow up in the public schools in America. You actually get rewarded for arguing. Oh no doubt. Like for real. You like like it's affirmed when you argue, bro. I looked at reasoning, temptation, argue. Of course, I don't use temptation on my girl. But I was like, I use arguing 90% of the time when I'm trying to get my point across to her. It does not work. Guess what I did, Ma? I got rid of temptation, arguing, and I just reasoned with her now. We'll never get into it, Ma. We ain't had a fight in over two years. Why? Because she wants, she like, just reason with me. You don't gotta get, you ain't gotta get loud. You ain't gotta get boisterous. Just lay the facts out and let's look at the facts and let's come up with a strategy from the facts.
3: Wow. All right, let me get our sponsor for today in here quickly. Ashford University's online bachelor's and master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule. At Ashford, Expert faculty teaches you real-world skills from real-world experience from the comfort of your own home in online classes built for life's twists and turns. Shout out to one of my most memorable professors, Brian. Brian actually worked in the industry as it relates to video production, and his class is one of the ones that stuck out to me because it wasn't just book knowledge, it was you know practical stuff that he learned on the job that he brought to the classroom. You can pursue a degree to help you have a brighter future in one of Ashford's 60 plus programs like business administration, healthcare administration, and psychology. With 24 seven access to your classroom, daily support and financial aid available, Ashford gives you the tools you need to keep climbing. You are made for moments like this because you're hashtag tenacity made just like Ashford. Educational is personal at Ashford University. Your success is their success. There's no fee to apply or standardized testing required to enroll. Do it today. Go to ashford.edu forward slash success, ashford.edu forward slash success, and make sure you guys sign up today. Not all programs are available in all states though, but go check it out ashford.edu forward slash success.
4: Wow, no, no, no. Um, so quick, let's get Maul along. Why you got a 60-second uh, clock over there? <laughs> so Maul, back back to, to what I was asking you basically, man, is, again, you know, in terms of human beings who have figured out this thing called life, you know, I think Maul might be right at the top, right? Uh, a self-made millionaire by the time you're 26, uh, you know, just a, an average Joe, right? Like I, you didn't have some crazy ACT score, SAT you, you know, you play football. You didn't make the league like what would people would think of as, you know, a, a, a great just citizen. Right. It, but you figured out how to turn yourself into a one percenter um, against the odds. And I think it's important. And you said something similar to what he said, like, bro, I already knew they was not about to give me a loan like that. I, like I, in my head. And so, again, I, I know I'm, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but when you understand that the game is fixed you understand how to move differently in that game. So talk to us about how you learn that mindset and how, you know, those of us out there who want to get to that 1% can get into that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, bro. Hey, the game is fixed, right? Mm -hmm. So, but we all play the game. So we all play play the game. We play it anyway, and we know the game is fixed. So what I said was like, okay, cool. While they playing their game, I'm going to play another game to the side, still within their game. Mm. So I'm going to still have my mind still made up. You know the cards, the deck is stacked against you. You already know this. So it's like I think that, I think that knowing this gives you so much power. Mm. Just knowing, going into the game, knowing that somebody's going to cheat you. Yeah. I, I, I love that better than not knowing that somebody, because yeah. when you don't yeah. know that somebody's going right. to cheat you, then right. you're playing the rules of the game. Yeah. You're sitting yeah. there just That's thinking it's a fair game. But when you know, if I go in there and I know that you're going to cheat me, oh, bruh, I can maneuver totally different Absolutely, now. And Absolutely, And so I think a lot of people need to stop pretending that the game is going to be fair. And I think I learned at a young age that is, the game is, is not fair, right? The name of the game is not fair. It's, it's not fair. So therefore, what am I going to do, right? Because when you just focus on, when you focus on the emotion, the emotional part of it, then you're too focused on the problem, yep. right? You focus yep. on the problem and you're not focused on the solution. Yep. And so I just, once I came in the game, I just realized, okay, man, they're gonna cheat. It, the, the rules are not set up for me to succeed. Yes. So therefore I need to set my own set of rules. You know, what set of rules are you setting for yourself? Right, right. And that's what everybody mm-hmm. needs to really ask yourself. And so I already knew that promotion was going to be hard. I've, I've been listening to it for years. I listened to my dad talk about how hmm. he overlooked them. I, I listened to all his friends talk about wow. how they got overlooked. So now wow. I'm thinking that I'm going to come in the game after they done did 30 years.
0: I'm going to come in the game and it's going to be different yeah. for
2: me. See, man, <laughs> you got to deal in truth, right? You got to deal in truth and you got to be aware. So instantly I said, okay, cool. Promotion thing is like, it's like, it's like the roll of the dice, right? And But more people crap out than that. So I'm like, okay, cool. So instead of me, like, I used to listen to these guys talk about all the things that they were going to do once they got promoted. I used, to think of, I used to hear them say all the things they were going to do for their family once they got promoted. So now you're telling me if this promotion ever happens, then you're not going to be able to do That's all the it. things that you That's wanted to do promo. for your family? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So I can't let this happen. So I got to be a forward thinker. That's something else you got to do. You got to be a forward thinker. You know the rules. You know the game is not fair. You know... There, you know, it's it's the cards are stacked against you, and then now you need to be a forward thinker in your in your maneuvering. And mm. so I was saying, cool, all right. What's the real purpose for promotion anyway? You guys, I never heard nobody say that they wanted to get promoted because they wanted to just walk around wearing this shirt or walk around <laughs> having this different color badge. Right, right. about the things in life that it was going to get your family. Right, right. All right, so cool. So why should this promotion? Why should this promotion? You know, why should your family's livelihood or lifestyle be dependent mm. on this promotion? Amen. All right, cool. Another rule of the game. Let me change it for myself. Let me go ahead now and find a way to invest so that I can still get these things without depending on somebody else to promote me to get them. My family can't, man, my family cannot wait on yeah. a supervisor to yeah. like me to promote yeah. me. My yeah. children's livelihood. So every day that I'm not getting promoted, every day that go by now it's not just having an effect on me, but it's having an effect on my children. It's having an effect on their, even their education level, because if I'm waiting on my children, if I'm waiting to get promoted so my children can go to a, a top school and get a, and get a quality education, and then if that never happens, every year I'm delayed in that promotion is a delay in my children's now progression mm. in their education yeah. level. Yeah. Look at the tumble effect of the rules not being fair. And so I said, I can't, I have a forward thinker. I can't allow my children's growth and development be dependent upon if somebody likes me or not. So, all right, cool. I'm going to find a way, and I use real estate. I'm going to use real estate to take care of my children's tuition so therefore now their development doesn't stop while I'm still trying to get promoted, right? And I I, kind of say, like, you know, I promoted myself. And when you promote yourself, you're promoting those that's connected to you. So that was a way that I changed the rules of the game, You know, you know, you hear people all the time talking about, you know, redlining and and, and different things, you know, being, you know, in the community, being knocked out of loans and things like that because you live in a different community. So forward thinker. All right, cool. I want to still stay in my community. So what do I need to do then so that I can we can we can take a little bit of control of this redlining that they're doing? I'm going to start buying the community. I'm going to start buying properties in the community. I'm going to start investing in the community and fixing these properties up and raising the value of these properties. So now the banks have to raise the value. And I think a lot of people don't realize just how serious that redlining thing is. You know, you see this shirt right here say generational wealth, right? The the largest transfer of wealth, usually from generation to generation is through your home. Like your home is like one of the largest Mm -hmm. assets that you actually have. So Mm -hmm. when you don't have any equity in your home, then now when you pass on, that transfer stops. I know a mm. lot of people that's in a lot of different areas. They send their kids to college based off the equity that they have in their home. They'll right, take out a right, line of credit, right. a heat mm. lock, you know, home equity line of credit. They'll refinance their house. They'll pull that money, which is cheap money, right? They'll pull that equity, which is cheap money, and then they'll use that money to send their kids to school, right? <laughs> While we're getting these school loans that a lot of people don't even pay back. You know, I know some people, bro, they ain't gonna put nobody names out here, but they still pay back school loans and have been out of college for the last 30 years.
1: All day, okay, Ma.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and they're still paying it back, but I know a lot of us. But, but I saw the rules of the game, E. I saw the rules of the game. So then what did I do? <laughs> Forward thinker. I was like, okay, cool. I'm not gonna allow this to stop me from having a certain amount of equity on my property. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this. I'm going to invest in an area. I'm going to bring this area up and bring the values by fixing up other houses in the area. And then now it raises my equity and my property. You know, you have to be a forward thinker with this, man. You got to play a different game. You got to change the rules to the game. You know, investing, especially with everything that's been taking place in the world. I mean, just go back to some of these podcasts that we were doing, episode 205, 203, where I was sitting there talking about like, hey, you, you want to invest. You should want to invest. You should want to invest. After 2020, you should realize that you have to invest. Wanting yeah. yeah. to invest is no longer an option. You have to invest. You have to. And by investing, what you're doing is you're, you're taking the rule. You're changing the game now. You're making it where it's fair for you. The game is never going to be fair overall, but you can make the game fair for you by investing in you, by investing in <laughs> your family. You know, investing for me, man, is not about money investing is about winning it's about winning all around in your life man i'm telling you then when things happen in your life when they change the rules of the game you don't absorb it as much as it normally would have affected you you know it doesn't hurt as much you
1: know it doesn't have that much control over your family yeah maul talk to me real quick about wow. i got a quick wow. question hey for man you.
4: that was a million dollars worth of game right there i hope y'all was, was. taking notes because I, I got a
1: question though for him see yep. what what maul what's the what was the shift for you though I, I, heard, I heard what you said, but what was the shift from emotional, it ain't fair? You feel me? Like you was a cop, you, you know what you wanted. What was that shift from it ain't fair to yeah, it ain't fair, but here's what I'm about to do about it. Yeah, well, that, see the, the great thing about it is that, that
2: it ain't fair. I heard that as a kid. So I went through the it ain't fairs. I was, as a kid, and I think the Jamal that was 10 years old, 12, 15 years old, because that, that's the one that saw that it wasn't fair. That little kid would look around, and I would see certain communities, you know, I would see certain houses in certain communities, and then I would say, it ain't fair. You know, I remember, like, my dad. My dad could have probably been the superintendent of police. He's got all the education. I mean, everybody in the department knows his name, but I saw how they overlooked him for years. And I used to say, it ain't fair. So I used that it ain't fair as a kid. But then when I became an adult, I said, I know it's not fair. And that's what I'm going to do what I'm about to do right now. Because it's not fair. So it not being fair was the thing that pushed me. Yeah. It was the fuel that I used because yeah. I already came in the game knowing yeah, it wasn't that fair. Was the that was the emotion. That, was, that yeah. was the emotion. And so as opposed to sitting back saying, oh, it's not fair. Just keep complaining about it. And hey, who going to listen? Nope. There's nobody there that's going to listen to yeah. As a matter of fact, dog, don't nobody care that it's not fair. Nobody yeah. cares that it's not fair. But So what are you going to do? And I think that's the question that comes out to it. Bro, what are you going to do about it? What you going, how are you going to make it fair? How are you going to make it fair? So if you're not making it fair for you, your family, your community, then you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't make it fair, and so you can make it fair by, you know, they saying that. You know, there's not a lot of jobs out here for black men or there's not a lot of jobs out here for people, period. So what are you doing to make it fair? How are you creating jobs? So therefore I said in my head, I'm going to use the power of real estate and take that money and put it into several different businesses. And Uh now I employ over 200 people between all of my businesses. That's how you make it fair.
1: So as opposed to just sitting back complaining. Mm. You're going too far for me. How old were you when you made that shift? Oh man, when I, the shift was as a kid, mentally. So I'm just saying, when you said though, you said I'm gonna do something about it. Oh, I, okay, so yeah, so I would say I was about 20, when I did, 21, 22 years old. Okay, so I just wanna, and I'm just doing this, more because I wanna help the person that's listening. Like, I know you know it, but I wanna walk them through it. So you were 21, 22 years old. How old could you have been, Ma? How old could you have been? You were 21, 22, could you have done it earlier? I could have, yeah, I could have
2: not as, not as, not to the extent that I did it for myself, but yes, I could have started earlier.
1: Yes. Okay. And what would you have needed? Like, what does a man or a woman physically need, mentally, money? What do do you physically need to make that shift and go, okay, it's not fair, but I'm going to stop talking about it's not fair, the emotional part, and I'm going to do the work. What are two or three things you feel like you physically need to go from that victim that is not fair they gonna kill me to, you know what? I'm about to empower myself. What are a couple of things you feel like you needed to do that?
2: Yeah, first man, you gotta go get research and do
1: knowledge. You gotta say what it is
2: that you're going to do. Okay. And so you gotta first be aware, you gotta identify. When I was at that age, um, at that 21, 22 years old, I became aware of what does it take for my family to live a certain kind of way. You gotta be, a. don't lie to yourself. Like I talk to a lot of people a lot of times that's 21, 22, and they're lying to themselves. Oh man, I'm going, you know, be a, a billionaire. And you haven't even, you don't even, you're not even making $30,000 yet.
1: Right, so you haven't picked a vocation. What's that? You haven't picked a vocation, like the area that you want to study in. Yeah, exactly, like what, Got Like, it. and I, I, I kind of say your vehicle. What's going to be the vehicle
2: that's right. going to get you to what it is that you're saying that you're going to do? Everybody has to pick a vehicle. You got to pick a vehicle. If you're not picking a vehicle, you're never going to move anywhere, got you it. know? And so that's the first thing. Identify, first you want to identify what it is that you're going to do. Then once you identify what it is that you're going to do, then you have to pick a vehicle that's going to get you
1: to the, to, to the ending point, get you to, to the finish line of what it is you said that you're going to do. Got it. So yours was, yours was millionaire real estate, right? Exactly. Okay, so, I'm a, so I picked it more. I want to be a millionaire. I picked real estate. Now that I picked it, is there anything? The last thing you feel like I need to do? You said do your research, get the knowledge. Is there one last thing you feel like I need to do to now put the put the control in my? You know what I'm saying? Like make the advantage mine now. I know you treat. I know you tricking me. I know it's fixed. It ain't fair. But like I'm a James Brown, you Jim Brown, you. You feel me? Like on the football field, you know I'm a, I'm a Jackie Robinson. You. What what else do you feel like the the necessary key? To put it all in your hands now, even though they're cheating on you. Yeah, I would say now you want
2: to connect and get that exposure. You want to connect with somebody that's actually doing it now, Good. Thank because you. now that person that you're connected with will be able to show you, like, hey, these are the steps that the you take. They're going to show you right, the game now. They go right. You identified that this is what you want to do. You know, you positioned yourself. Now it's like, okay, cool. Let me go ahead and link with someone, link with some company. Let me get exposed to something yeah. so I can now see the steps, the actionable steps that I'll need to do to, to move
1: forward in that area. Yep. See, I'm, I'm, I know you, you know, you don't come from where Maul come from, see, but you do come from a working class. And now you took it to a whole other level. What was that thing for you that was like, yep, it ain't fair. You said it happened to you later, but it was like, yo, it ain't fair. And then you was like, right, I'm going to do this and this to, to get the advantage now. Yeah. We've been doing it all the time. The advantage. We didn't even <laughs> We're know we back. was doing
4: it. Yeah, no. I, I think, you know what's crazy? Um, I think I was talking to Nikki yesterday, and I think it starts with a decision on what you want and, like, what you really want. You know what I mean? Because um, uh, shout out to 50 Cent. I was listening to his book, right? And um, I just had downloaded the audio book. It's called Hustle Harder. And um, good good... Good read, good listen. Um, But you know, I like to study people who've made it to the top in all of these areas, right? And he was like, man, you know, one of his biggest regrets was that Lloyd Banks couldn't get to that next level. You know, that was his right hand, kind of who was up next and that kind of thing. But the way he described it to me, I was like, oh, okay, Lloyd didn't want to get to that next level. You know what I'm saying? He was like, man, I was trying to get out and dominate the world. He was happy watching life go by on the porch. And and so I was, I thought about it and I was like, man, it's so true. And I think maybe even for us, and maybe Carl could speak to this, like I had, I made up in my mind similar to Maul, like yo, I gotta want more for myself. And I do. Like, I want to live in, in in a really nice house. I want to take nice vacations. I want to fly first class. I want to be able to bless my family and friends and my community and take care and give scholarships. I want to do all of those things. And so I think it started with the decision first, just like, this is what I'm going to do. And I think a lot of people... I I want to be a millionaire. No, you don't. You just said that because it sounds good. You wish you had more financial freedom, but you don't really want it. Because if you really want it, you'd start applying steps that it took to get to that next level. So when he talks about us grinding and working all day, every day, and really trying to go to that next level and hustling hard, we really wanted this lifestyle. And I think, Carl, I'll let you speak to it, but it was a time where I used to be pissed at Carl because I'm like, yo, Carl, it feel like I want this for you. More than you want it for yourself. And Carl and I would have these discussions, and I think maybe it wasn't even until Maul showed Carl the how or gave Carl the a vehicle. new vehicle where yeah. Carl understood, okay, I do want this thing, and now I got a vehicle to go with it, and so I'm going to claim it. And now you've seen Carl grow as a result from Make Real Estate Real so far financially from where he was. But Carl, you're probably more that step, though, see? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. step. That
2: was the last step I that's said huge. to you about right. that. You need to now, once you see, you said it, in the beginning, you got to want it, you right. got to identify it, and then you got to connect with somebody that's doing it. You got to connect yeah. with a system or a person. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Carl, talk about I that. Because because you. you
4: wasn't, Carl wasn't the dude like, yo, I just want to be in the fattest crib and giving millions of dollars right. out. Like, Carl was like, matter of fact, I remember when we, far, this is a true story, when we first start getting paid, Uh
3: where are we going with this? No, it's true. Story.
4: <laughs> no, he could tell you. When we first started getting the check, Ma, we had been going, I'm, I'm talking about years with no like, we, I mean, we might've been like, yo, here go $500, here go $1,000. But when we actually started the LLC, got a company and had actual checks coming into the bank account, I could remember, mind you, we was broke. So I don't know about you, but when fr- Thursday at midnight, I'm checking my account like, yo, what? What'd it do? Like, let's see if we got this paper. And I remember E would go, like, let's say we got paid on Friday, like a direct deposit type thing where we actually had, like, a salary or check, you know, to speak of. I remember it'd be, like, Monday or Tuesday, and we'll meet up, and E would be like, yo, y'all get y'all check?" I'd be like, yeah, I got it. I remember Carl used to be like, I don't know. I don't have a clue. And me and E used to be looking (laughs) like, yo, (laughs) what do you mean you don't know if you got your check? Like, what are you doing? He'd be like, oh, I ain't even checked my account. And so I used to be telling Carl, like, dog, do you think you're going to get to millions like that? And I was like, I I realized, oh, wait, maybe I'm forcing my wants and things onto Carl as opposed to letting Carl figure out, hey, this is what I'm comfortable with. So, Carl, I'll let you talk about the switch.
3: Yeah, bro, I got like 40 different things going through my head. So, number one, the assessment is huge. We're talking about information, E. Um, and the assessment was huge for me because like I understood clearly my role, see like and I understood why all that happened because based on the assessment, I want to help. I want to add value. That's where I put, that's the biggest prize for me at the end of the day. Me knowing that I added value to stuff, right? So that's the way I'm operating with everything. So I'm not looking for a check. Do I need money to live? Absolutely. But like, that's not the high for me, right? So understanding that was the big thing, but Maul to take you back, like I watched my parents, Teach for you know thirty plus years. I watched my aunt work at Chase for thirty. She she moved up here to Sam I was born nineteen seventy nine. She started working at Chase, and they just told her thank you, but no thanks, right? And and you know what I'm saying? Like I've watched how the system plays out in my family. Like I ain't talking about nowhere else. Now everybody can probably relate to that. But I kept saying like, yo, this is just not fear. <laughs> It ain't fear. Like, somebody dedicate ah, their whole life to you. That's where it all starts. You know, they it ain't give fair. you everything. It's not fear. Like, how is this possible? You know what I'm saying? It ain't fear. Like, what's going on? So, and my mom used to tease me, like, I was the dude that always wanted the, the best shoes and stuff. But again, we couldn't have it. So it's been in me, Ma. It's been in me my entire time. Like, I do want a nice kitchen. I do want that. But it was never the thing that I went ever would went after because I didn't know how right? So, again, hanging with, when I connected with E and C, it was like, all right, so now I'm fulfilling the need of value, like I'm adding major value, we're growing and that's all the need that I need to fill at the time. But then here comes along Tamisha, then here comes along Jordan and Jesse and it's like, yo, I'm not trying to be funny, C got a family, E got a family, I can't be their responsibility no more. And it's just like, not only can I not be their responsibility, Tamisha, Jordan and Jesse can't be their responsibility. So now what do I do, Maul? Like, I'm still, all I know how to do still is add value. So, I stay up till 4 o'clock and the are adding value. I'm like, wait a minute. That's helpful is moving the brand, but that ain't exactly it right now. Like, a car, you got to figure out what fair you fair can neither. do.
1: Huh? That ain't, that ain't moving the fair needle. <laughs> that ain't moving the
3: fair needle, right? It's just more work. And yeah. it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the brand is growing. I'm not regretting the work. But it's like Carl, you gotta figure and out. And Carl something was getting Ma-
4: paid too. Don't I don't want y'all thinking Carl, we were just <laughs> Carl was making money. <laughs> we just talking about not getting to those seven figures. You know what I'm saying? It's a different level. Like we Carl was making money. No, no, we wasn't. I, we I
2: thought maybe Carl was like me when he just wasn't cashing his checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so
3: to to Steve's point though, Maul. It's like I wanted it, but I'll be real. I didn't know where. I didn't know how. I didn't know what Carl could do. I'm not a motivational speaker, even though he make me get on the mic every time he talking. I'm not C in terms of the way to think about the brand, right? And they're trying to call me now. See, I should have put the do not disturb on. My bad. Um, So it's literally like I don't know how to do it. Like I'm trying to do, okay, if I do more videos, if I do more of what I'm doing. And again, you get to the point. So this is the line that I learned, Maul. And this is like the line that I learned recently. You get, it's simple, I ain't trying to be deep. You get what you get in life. Right. You get, yeah, you, get, you, get you get what you get. That's it. You <laughs> get what you go get in life. Yeah. So, like, the more I understand that now, like, again, Carl, you could work, and, and watch what I'm saying. I watch my dad work like that. My dad is about to be, like, he's 68 now. My dad approaching 70 years old and probably still will outwork most of us. Like E will tell you, my man getting up and walking, like he and E used to be doing a neighborhood watch, bro. They walking 12 miles a day and crazy stuff. At at that age, my dad's still doing it. He's still getting up, disciplined, making juice. Bro, we ain't had juice since my man left. My man was juicing every day, cleaning up. Like my man is super disciplined, but I look at all that, and again, my dad, I don't want him to change his life at all, but he's still living in that sphere, that middle-class life sphere, and can never push past that as hard as you work. So like when I'm looking at this is like, okay, it's got to be something that I'm missing. It can't be working harder because now I'm trying to do that and that's not moving the needle. So I don't know what else to do though. And then in comes Maul and mall is talking about all this real estate and, and E, what you talked about in terms of wealth and all that and attracting it. I'm like, okay, that's cute, but that ain't. That can't be for me. Like, I don't know nothing about it. I ain't never been exposed to it. And I'm talking to y'all listening to the podcast. Seriously. E, the question you ask is what do they need? They need to listen to this podcast because this is all the information that I got to help me. Right, Like, y'all getting it straight from Maul C.E. for free. So, the reality is, like, once I start getting the information and Maul is telling me, dude, it is for you. It is something that you could, as a matter of fact, it's something that any of us could do because I started as a kid. Like, I ain't started as a grown man with all this information. I started as a kid. And I just been doing it for a long time. So I'm here. So it is something that you can do. And once I started accepting that, like all of a sudden, it's like, oh wait, maybe I can I can do this. Let me start saving. I told Maul, dude, when we had the conversation, I saved, when I tell y'all, listen to what I'm saying closely. I saved every single dollar other than bills mm. for six, six plus months. Once I saw the direction, once you gave me the vehicle, Maul, is like, oh, I, and I and I believed. Once he gave it to me, introduced me to it, and I believed, like, yo, I think I could do this. Everything went into action from there. Like, I saved every single dollar I had. I got a paycheck, and I promise y'all. I paid bills, gas in the car, and everything else that was left, savings. I'm talking about every single thing that was left. And all of a sudden, like, there's some momentum here. Oh, there's some stuff here. There's some stuff happening. And then, dude, before you know it, Maul... I'm 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 seeing I'm seeing a difference in my life. Let Before me Before you know it, you like know it, you're
4: hitting Candace <laughs> up for her magazines on remodeling. And you know, my wife but, don't play with the taste. She she nah is. Now it's uh, fair. Yeah, yeah. No. Now nah nah, it's fair. No, no. And I and I, again, I'm I'm super proud of Carl because like it used to be frustrating for me and E, because we used to be like, Carl, like, I know that you support us and all of those things, but like, bruh, let's go. And I would see Carl, like, it, it kind of seemed like he wanted to get to it. But he wow. was always kind of like, man, and they, and when with the real estate with Maul, you know, obviously Maul has the gift to make it so clear, right? And so Maul was just like, yo, again, what I'm doing is not rocket science. Like, I could show you how to do it. And now we're watching Carl now with, you know, three properties, looking for his fourth, you know, creating his portfolio and getting to that next level. And it's like, yo, now you're starting to see different decisions being made in life and so that's why I said the first thing is you got to make a decision I'm listening to the 50 cent book and he like yo Lloyd Banks just ain't want it and I'm like here go the thing I'm not mad at you if you don't want it just say you don't want it you know what I'm saying like I'm gonna be real I know people in my life right now who like yo I'm content like I go to work from eight to four or nine to five I come home I drink a beer I hang with my family I'm good I, I know exactly how much my you know little mortgage about to be I know I don't need nothing else. I'm not trying to apply for a higher position. I don't want to get a rental property. I'm good where I'm at. If you're good where you're at, good. But if you're not good where you're at, what we're telling you is you have to make a decision that the buck stops here. We talked to, Maul and I talked yesterday and said, yo, it's crazy how like even with our families, and I won't beat up on the blue collar too much because we've done that for a long time, but Maul and I talked about like, imagine your family like, Again, even for more, and it was a, 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 a honorable, you know, profession to be a police officer. But they literally wanted them to do exactly what they did, and so what happens is. You get generation after generation just flying like this, right? Like, And it's not a bad thing, especially when we've gotten ourselves to a point of comfortability. But when you want to go like this and you want to take that, that step up, that's a whole nother scary feeling. And it helps to be around people who have done it. So for me, bruh, entrepreneur, back in the day, if you said you was an entrepreneur, that was a joke. Like, you're a joke. I remember Carl and I trying to explain to our parents what we did for a living. And they used to be looking at us like, not my dad. Shout out to my pops. Never pops. Right. Pops was with it. But my mom, Carl, people, like, they used to just be looking like, yo, what are you what? doing? <laughs> like, that—that that, this is not a career. This is not an actual job. And you have to be able to step outside your comfort zone and understand that to grow and go to the next level, it's going to take you making different decisions than your family made. It's going to take being exposed to other things. You know what I'm saying? Go for it, Ma, sorry.
2: No, I was going to say, bro, you said something. I didn't want to go too far with it. Mm-hmm. But you said that, you know, for those people that they're good. If you're good, and you're saying that's not for, the, for mm. them. But I, I, I don't believe that. I actually believe if you're good, ask yourself, will your children be good? Be
4: good. All right, right, yeah. right.
2: Will your grandchildren yeah. be good? You know, so you, you still need to go above and beyond. You need to run through the finish line because you don't know what position your kids and your grandkids are going to be in. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's, that's what – So because I, I can say for myself, we're good right now. You know what I'm saying? We're good. We don't need – you know shoot, eight, we got 18,600 square feet. We don't need 25,000 square feet now. You know, we don't need that. So I can say I'm good, but then because, remember, we're talking about the rules of the game. The rules of the game are not going to change for my children. Those rules, those same rules that made me grind and get up every day and hustle are not going to change for my grandchildren. So I have to play the game for them, too. Uh, If you learn, if you're good and you learn how to master the game, if you learn how to master the game, then why not continue on to master it for your, or not even a master for your children, but to position your children. Absolutely. Po- to position them so that now when they play the game, that they'll be able to take off and go running with it. And, you know, you know, even though, we, like we were talking about, see about our parents and about yep. the blue-collar thing, yep. they still positioned us to play the game a different game, to play it at a different level, to play because they knew the game was stacked against us. And I go back, that's why my parents put me in the school they put me into, so that I could play the game a little bit different. Because if you do the same thing, you're going to get the same results. So if I did the same exact thing as my parents, then I'm going to get the same results. Which their results were better than their parents. Absolutely. Right. Right. their results was better than their parents. But they, as a kid, I saw that they wanted my results to be better than their results. And as a parent, I'm trying to, I'm positioning my children to have way better results than what I have. So you got to look past, yeah, you got to look past yourself and you got to say, yeah, I might be good, but then my kid's good. And then if you're good yeah. and your kids are not good, then what What? Then what good was you being good?
4: What good was you what good? What, good, what good, good was you being good? <laughs> if you're
2: good and your kids are not good. Hey,
4: I want to show y'all real quick what exposure does. And I, I just thought about this as we're sitting here having this conversation about real estate. So of course, E and I now are investing, Carl's investing, everybody, Josh, everybody in our crew now, because just because we've been exposed to more has been investing. And so uh, last time, again, when I tell y'all real estate was the farthest thing from my mind until I met Maul, I, I, if I don't understand it, I don't like to do it. And so I'm always wow. going to you know, be like, all right, if I don't get it, I don't get it. So Maul and I went and Maul was like, yo, all right, cool. We got you a property. We're going to buy this property. And so I was like, all right. When I tell you we went to the property and I was like, yo, this we this is what we getting? So I just and Mall sent me the video yesterday. It's it's done now. It's, it's already it, I think it closed. We closed on it what? 8 days, something like that. Um I want to show y'all again and you'll see the video. Yeah, uh, let's let yeah, let's watch it first and then we'll go over the numbers. Yep. So take a look. So this is a video of me recording Mall walking through this building that we just probably bought maybe a week or two before we took this video. Mathematician, what's that? hundred, if we say 180. So we're looking
2: at, we're looking at a quick sale of a minimum of
4: 150. Okay. Met. Gotcha. So in
2: here, instantly, the first thing I usually look at, we got new windows. So this whole building here probably has about 60 windows. That saves us the cost of at least about anywhere between $30,000 just windows. You
4: got tomorrow Marvel force. All right, cool, Carl. That's enough. Yep, that that's enough. Now play the next one. So this is so this is again. When I tell you, blew my mind. Moss sent me this yesterday. Take a look at the next video. I just want to show y'all what happens when you get exposed to something.
2: Same house. So, y'all remember that property that me and CJ went inside? Um, I had just bought it, and we were renovating it, and I was walking CJ through before we actually started construction and showing him exactly everything that we was going to do to the property. Well, now the property is finished, and so let me walk y'all through before sale. So, here you go. This is when you first walk in. Here's the living room. Yep. Yep, Hey, you remember, these were the original hardwood floors.
0: Yep,
4: these are the real. Mar, you could run through the numbers on it, but I'm just telling you, I'm I, because again, we talking about wealth now. We talking about generational wealth. What Mar got on his shirt, Bruh, Even with me wanting that drive, I had the drive. I, I, so again, talk about making the decision, bro. I had to drive, but you know the only thing I knew how to do is me and E and Carl get up, go do conferences, videos. You know, go on the road, do what we did, and then guess what? I put my money straight in my savings account and make uh, eleven cent a year interest because I didn't understand that other side. And once I got exposure to another side, now more you can run them through the numbers.
2: Yeah, but even before I go through the numbers, the reason why I'm just talking about the reason why, like, the reason why I invest in real estate and not even just real estate. The reason why I invest, and and I was just telling CJ this a long time ago. He was just saying, "How did you become a millionaire so quick?" And I said that. I never spend my, my first generation money, right? So if I get money from my paycheck or if I get money from real estate, I never spend that money. I don't even spend second generation money. I always spend mm-hmm. third generation money. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about right now, Eli. Right, he he already down two
3: generations yeah, yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so the money that we use for the property to purchase that property, to renovate that property was profit already on an investment, right? So that was profit. Most people will take that profit and they will go spend that money. Oh, it's profit, oh, let me spend it. No, 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 no. I will take the profit and then I would invest the profit into another investment that's going to make more money. So let me break it down. If we would've took that profit, we bought that property for $100,000. and we would've took that 100,000 and put it in a bank, that money in the bank probably would've made us over several months, maybe about $60. But instead of taking that money and, and, and letting the bank make money on that money. We took it and invested the profit into our own investment. And then now we're gonna realize over $130,000 profit, net profit, net profit off of that money. And then that money, now, now we are on the third generation, that money, we're not gonna spend it, we're gonna reinvest that money. And then the profit that comes from that investment is probably money that we then might say, okay, cool, we can do something with that. But never, I never, spend first generation money. So this property here, we bought it for a 100,000. Um, we put 67, let's just say 70,000 into it because we put um, some appliances in there. And right now we have a contract on that property for, for $333,000. Right, and we're right, talking about right, it in a matter of, you know, five, six months. months. And that's what I tell people, don't get caught up a lot of times, you know, looking for the quick money. You know, sometimes things might take, five, six, seven, even if it took a year, what would you have got from the bank with that 170,000 in the bank? Ask yourself, but well, we're going to make a net profit. Let's just take away fee, whatever. And let's just say we walk away with $100,000 net. That's still $100,000 that we created from the profit of the money that we have from another investment. So now you on third generation money. This is how you become wealthy. We're not talking about rich. We're not talking about having a little pocket change. We're not talking about, we're talking about wealthy. This is how you always take the little you have and you, and you put it in the ground so it can grow. You keep reinvesting. You keep, and then now, like I said, we on fourth, fifth generation money right here. And, and the money now is just, it's just, and then while we were doing this, now we did this property during the pandemic. And then we also have, and see, didn't say it, we also have nine other properties that we're doing that look exactly like that property that's going to bring in a return exactly like that property. So that's yeah. how you become wealthy, man. And, and that's, how you, that's how you change the game. That's how you don't play the rules. See, the rules of the game said I'm supposed to put my money in a 401k, and then when I turn uh, 69 uh, and a half or whatever uh, it is, then I'm gonna that. get my money. No, yeah. bro. I'm right now 42 years old. I wanna get that money right now, because now I wanna be able to do the things in life that I wanna do right now. I need that money more now than I do when I'm 69 and a half years old. 100%. Yeah. Listen, you know, so man. that's how you change the rules of the game, bruh. That's how you do it.
4: Wow. No, it, it, it's like I said, I'm, I'm passionate about this because not only has it, you know, changed my life and, you know, my income and my generational wealth, y'all know train property is finished up. I should have sent Carl his video, my brother, oh. who uh, got his first Let's property. Let's do that next week. Let's do that next week. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> man. I mean, again, and Maul showed him how to do it. Of course, he didn't have the same type of cash on hand, Maul showed him how to do it through, you know, the bank and, and, and now yeah. I think he's got over 140,000 mall in equity in the house, something crazy like that. I see the thing
2: is too, bro. a lot of people, he was like, okay, how do you, like a lot of us, and it's things, man, we're gonna have to start talking about this stuff on the podcast. Yeah. I might just go do a term every single week, yeah. you know, but net worth, a lot of people don't understand what net worth actually is. And that's when you take all your assets and you subtract your, all your liabilities from your assets, what you have left over is your net worth. You know, a lot of us just, oh, I got a job and I make $100,000 on my job. What's your net worth though? That's right, what people right. look at when you're talking about wealth. You know, your net worth. And everybody needs to seriously sit down and write. So this 150,000 that, 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 that uh, CJ brother has in equity, that goes towards his net worth now. And then Carl, I, had, I broke that down to Carl uh, last year. And then Carl's net worth went from what
3: to what, Carl? Oh, uh, bro, from nothing to probably like three, four hundred thousand.
2: Carl on, has man. almost got a net worth of half Come a million on, man. dollars.
4: We're trying to show y'all how to make this thing happen, man. We hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully we, we should. Hey, you know the crazy thing is E too. Um, even E, as as inspirational as motivational, I remember E used to like. I remember he used to go hard, Carl. You remember he'd be like, I start hanging around cats that wasn't talking about making six <laughs> figures, but saving yeah. six
3: figures. Cares, yeah. And
4: I remember saving six figures was like, yo, if you could save six figures, like, yo, You're we doing
3: it. You made it.
4: And I'm looking at E now. If he has six figures in his bank account, he'd probably collapse on that treadmill and die. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? But here go the thing. Getting around different people in different environments that make you go, whoa. So at that point. I'm assuming E, that was the highest level he was thinking to was, yeah, can right. we save six figures? Can you put six yeah. figures in your bank account? And again, mm. as you continue to change your circle and get new information, you can go to the next level. Y'all go to make makerealestatereal.com. Maul does, he, he has the most phenomenal course, uh, real estate course there, there has ever been. I mean that, I say that with all my heart. You can look at the testimonials on his page from people just saying, yo, this is the cleanest and easiest way I've ever seen it done. He breaks it all down. He's got his entire team in there and show you exactly what we're talking about. So go to MakeRealEstateReal.com. Yeah, hey, the, the course is still di- – we just through the pandemic, we just said the course is going to stay discounted. So you need to go uh-huh. right now because literally it is it is half of the cost it usually is. Uh, I believe it's $9.97 right now. So still go uh, to MakeRealEstateReal.com. Two-part payment plan. Oh, um, come on, bro. So get on it. Also, and it's 80% cheaper. And it's 80% no, cheaper, also, also, it's 80% uh, cheaper also,
1: on the marketplace.
4: Exactly. Also, big shout-out to Organifi, man. Our title sponsor of this podcast, Organifi, uh, the superfood green juice powder, keeping the whole team strong. Go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code success. You see the hip-hop preacher over there getting buff and uh, getting rich. So, again, man, only bringing y'all things that we've done. Um, we didn't even start this uh, Make Real Estate Real course until myself, Josh, Carl, E, E, Mama, Jalen, who else, Train, our entire family, uh, everybody, you know, went through it, man. And so we're bringing it to you guys because we consider you family, too. So go to make MakeRealEstateReal.com uh and check out the course man it is beautiful carl put it together it's aesthetically pleasing uh we get pictures brought
3: me out of retirement hey we get we get retired hey we get
4: (laughs) we we get pictures from people just sent got it on the big screen watching it with their whole family um so make an investment in yourself man and um listen there is more than enough inventory Ma, Ma, just sent me a a list of like how many properties was in that Ma.
2: It's a 17 um property portfolio. Yeah,
4: 17, bruh, 17. I'm like, it's just properties for days.
2: Congrats, E. We're about to bid on a seven. E, Congrats. units. Hey. We're about to bid, <laughs> Congrats, 17 about to so, bid on a 17 property portfolio.
4: Yeah. So again, man, um, just just showing you guys what we're doing as well. Um, what, what y'all looking like time-wise? I did have a couple ask ets, but I don't want to keep hey. y'all. I got the birthday hey, no, party no. starting in, watch, in a couple of minutes, but I got a couple. Seat.
3: I'm good, but he looked like three more steps, and he about to fall oh. out on that dog on track. Yeah, you need to roll it. You got I a
4: couple more. We got time gasping. for a couple of ASCIi teas. Hey,
1: <laughs> let me know. I don't know if y'all can see this. Can y'all see this on the, the screen?
4: Yeah, we can. Yep.
3: Hey, we got you.
1: Oh,
4: oh yeah. So let's keep going. Let's get you to ten miles.
1: <laughs> right, let's get you
3: to the ten. Then. Let's get you to the ten. And then right. you should go lay down. You know, he All looked right. like I saw it on your face. And he looked Girl, like he about right. to keel over.
1: You got an incline, ten. huh? You got that joint incline? Yeah. Oh, no questions asked. It don't work if it ain't incline. It don't work. So hey, I did my woo. run early this morning, Ma. Hey, we got to we got to pick this up though next week. I want to talk about emotions, bro. Like in terms of even with my own kids in the career, Ma. I'm not going to say it right now, but I'm going to show you how you helped me to get out of the emotion with them and get into facts. So we'll talk about that next week. But I do want to say this, y'all, for real. I feel like, and it's not one or the other, but the reason why Carl had a hard time, and even I, with the real estate piece originally, CJ jumped on it quicker. It's because of his personality. Y'all got to take this assessment. It will show you why. It was like each one of us, based on our personalities, we deal with business differently. And you have to know how you deal with it so you can make the adjustments that you need to make. Because for real, I'm going to tell y'all, I came before Carl, but the reason why it took me just as, I won't say just as long, but it took me long because I'm more relational. You feel me? And I don't necessarily look at it like Carl said. He just wanted to help people. Me too. And so, but I had to look at what I wasn't and try to figure that out so I could close the gap. All right. That's important. And the reason why my son jumped on it before my own daughter jumped on it is because of his personality. So there's a, there with with your personality, You we all spend differently. We all risk differently. And you got to know who you are so you can make that adjustment. I think that's flightassessment.com. And again, for real, we being honest with y'all. It's like a hundred and something bucks to take the assessment. I promise you, and get and get coaching. Look, you can't go nowhere on the earth. Nowhere on the earth can you go and learn about yourself this intimately for a hundred and something dollars. It's not gonna happen. And then for less than three thousand, two thousand for Maul's program. I'm telling y'all, you are seeing the results. Less than <laughs> one
3: thousand now. Right.
1: One th- come on, y'all. One thousand. I told y'all my jacket. My cat, my uh, Canadian goose boy, cost that. I, I'm just being real. What about your my pool? Cost thousand dollars. What about Sorry. your pool? Oh, oh. well, hey, I don't <laughs> got that yet. But I will tell y'all. Look, see, here's what I'll do. I'm gonna be fair. I will show them the pool as it's getting done. We'll keep up, you know, monthly. We'll go through that, and then I'll share with them how CJ used his personality. To bully my personality and give me what I needed. Into the show ground. Me, show me what you want. Into the with. ground. Two dolphins. Hey, just say Miami Dolphins, baby. <laughs>
4: um, all right, let's uh, let's do a couple of these. Ask ETs. Yeah. If uh, I
1: fall, Carl, come get me. Open, I got you. E. I got the garage is I got you.
4: Isaiah <laughs> said, "Will you run for president, E?
1: Mm.
3: Only if Jamal is my vice president." Let's go. Hey, I'm voting. Let's go. Let's go.
4: Um, Somebody said, oh, that was nice. Dan said, nothing to ask, but please let the team know I'm grateful and appreciative, not only for the last couple of episodes, but this team has made me a better husband, father, and human being. That was nice. I'm not supposed to read any positive comments. I'm supposed to only read the negative. (laughs) Shout out to everybody who keep writing in saying when we bringing that back, man. We'll we'll bring it back eventually. Um, Are the podcasts recorded live? If... So, how, or where do I listen? They are recorded live for us, uh, but, not, <laughs> right. but not with y'all. You get so a couple uh, of hours yeah, later. No, no, but... no. You get it a couple hours. We usually record. Uh, we try to record Wednesdays. Uh, sometimes, you know, depending on E's schedule, depending on uh, our e's schedule, schedule, we could end up having
2: schedule to do it schedule. way before. Hey, isn't before. it something live, though, when we release it? I saw on YouTube where people are commenting while they're watching it.
3: So yeah, they re- released the what do you call it? Uh, I'm blanking. Live YouTube uh, premiere, a premiere. No, they call it a premiere. So when we release it. It's a premiere on YouTube that you know everybody can kind of watch at yep. the same time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go to YouTube.
4: Executive Cut said, "What's up, fellas? What's the best way you think I should take uh, my business to the next level? I know you all said you didn't get a loan. So what steps do you recommend to build the capital? Mall? talk about how you didn't get. Hey, too yeah, long they might need you to get a loan more.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, we. I, the, the bank denied us, right? Yeah. They denied us, so I stopped going to the banks and then that's why I tell people, man, don't look to the banks for your, for your business. Your business is in the bricks. So I use the power of real estate to, like how we flipping this property and how this property is gonna make us over 100,000, that's $100,000 that you can use to your startup business right there. You know, you have to backdoor the system. Remember, we talked about the, the game, playing the cards that's dealt to you. You know, the game is not fair. So you have to create the money that you need for this business that you wanna create. So I use the power of real estate. Um, even if you purchase the property, you know, and you gotta go through the steps. It's just not about purchasing the property. You gotta go through the steps. We gotta outline and make real estate real. But we show you step-by-step step how to purchase a property, the right property, so that you can take out a certain amount of money and use that as your down payment on your business.
4: Uh, Carl, what was one of, this is from uh, Student Athletes 83, I don't know that first part. Next Level Student Athletes 83 said, what was one of your biggest fears before you started on your path towards your purpose? Carl? Path to
3: purpose. Um, Yeah, that's a heavy question. Um, I'm trying to go all the way back. See, like I'm thinking like, you know, like literally, because, you know, my path was school for a while. And I knew, so I'll start there. I knew for school, like I didn't understand. So I'm doing biology, but I didn't know where that was going. I always knew in my heart, like he said, like I I wanted to do something with people. So the I think the biggest fear, I'm still trying to think, fear. I don't know.
4: All right, think about it. We'll go to the How would a kid? I tell you
1: mine was I felt like I would run out of time before I accomplish all this stuff, Ma. I felt like I would run out of time, Ma. Like I had some big dreams. Nobel Prize, you know, um, do certain things for my family, but Man, I always looked at Michael Jordan and his father passing and I always be like, man, he hurry up, bro! Do this stuff before you run out of time. Yep, Yeah. No
3: that's question. important,
1: bro. That's important because I tell people all the time, you know, start
2: doing it now. Like you ain't gonna never be younger, stronger, smarter, faster, healthier right. than what you are right now. So do it now. Don't, you ain't gonna just turn 60 and then all of a sudden say, okay, I'm about to become the number one motivational speaker in the world. You know, you gotta do it now.
4: Um, question for ET. C Breeze 1 said, uh, how will the kids describe 2020, 20 years from now?
1: Mm. Man, opportunity. Yeah, you know? Hopefully. Yeah, opportunity. You talking about my kids or just kids in general, see?
4: Just kids, people, I guess. What what do people say 20 years from now what they going to say oh, about 2020? They're
1: going to either say it was the worst of times or the best of times.
3: Hey, <laughs> right, see, I'll go back to that other question. Yep. I said Um, I think the biggest fear for me, and it's it's not accomplishing everything that I could, you know what I'm saying? Because I do want to help people, but you guys know me. So I grew up doing a lot of stuff, playing a little bit of sports, playing music, you know, doing a lot of stuff. And it's like, God gave me all of that to use. And I don't want to not use all of it, if that makes sense. So my biggest fear would be like, you know, like not being able to use all my gifts to really do the thing that I want to do.
4: No doubt. All right, cool. Well, that's it, man. We got a couple more, but I know uh, he got to get up out of here. He looked like <laughs> he didn't threw his back out. Uh, so, um, Carl, I know we got the habit stacking. we also got the phenomenal yes, uh, uh, extreme education uh, teacher edition. Tell us what we got.
3: So, hey, listen. So, again, we're going through this time. And you just heard us talk about environment is everything, guys. And we put together this virtual habit stack. And it's like the starter kit, right? He talked about, uh, he, the quote from Winston Churchill, never let a good crisis go to waste. So, we put together, <laughs> hey, he passed out, y'all. <laughs> we just hide the camera so we could see it. <laughs> um, but we put together a kit, man, that deals with mastering your mindset, your family, your health, your faith, your finances. All right, we put that together Again, like he's asking them all the question, like where do you start? And we put a starter package for you guys to go. on Like here's the thought process that we went through, and we put this together so you guys get it. So virtualhabitstacking.com. Listen, $19 a month. It's that. Like we put it low on purpose. Like it ain't no excuse for that. Like. This is something real simple just to get you started, man, and go through that. And then the second one we got, I am pulling it up now, see, is the Extreme Teacher Conference. Yes, yes. Extreme Teachers Conference 2020, uh, July 31st through August 2nd. If you are any kind of educator or serious about education in any kind of way, this is the event for you. It's a live virtual event. We're still virtual, but... Extremeteachers.com, extremeteachers.com to register and find out more information.
4: Yep, love it. E, where you at, man? We need a nugget of the day. Hey, come on. Hey, come on I, I want a nugget of the day <laughs> at, at the at, at,
1: on the ninth mile. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I don't put nobody before y'all, but that was the title company calling mall. Oh, so yeah, you got to stop and take that. Yeah, you got to you know stop and saying? take that. They, the title coat was calling. They like, we're trying to get you taken care of by Friday. So oh, I was like, go. all right, let's go. All right. I told him I got the, I said, I got to hurry up. I got the podcast. We got people. So <laughs> what was that question for me, C?
4: Yeah, no, I need a nugget of the day to get us out of here.
1: Man, I just said it, bro. I just said it, man. You can't, man, you can let other people control your destiny or you can control your own. You know, I feel you on letting other people control it because it's easier. You feel me? It's easier. But can I say something to you? The security that you think you're getting when other people are controlling your destiny is not secure. The last thing I want, as we look at this country right now, and it's probably been this way for a minute, the last thing I want, Maul, this ain't about what's fair, what's not fair. I don't want my destiny in another man's hand if I can control it. Whatever parts I can control, I want to control. I know I live in a country where there are rules, you know, so even when I buy a house, Maul, it ain't completely mine. <laughs> you still got taxes. You still got the city. You feel me? But there is a degree of control we can have on our own lives. If that is 80%, I want all 80%, Ma. I don't want 55%. Right, and then I'm going to get him 25 You feel me? I want all 85%. And so I just want to say to you guys you sleep better at night the more control you have of your life. You sleep better. When you know your kids don't have to go to somebody else and get a job, you know, you you you, you it just it's better. So you got two options. You can you 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 owe it to you to be your own boss. So do whatever it takes. Cause here's the reality: whoever's bossing you, they did something to become the boss. Just flat out, they did something to be over you. Now do something. I'm not telling you to be over other people. But do something like Frederick Douglass was self-taught and he bought his own freedom. He literally was like, how much is it going to take for me as a slave? How much money do I have to give y'all to get my freedom? Meaning, how, how long was y'all going to make me work for y'all? And how much money did you think you was going to make off of me? So, so tell me how much that is so I can go and earn that money and I can pay for my time and my life. And so you owe you yeah. to be the boss of you.
4: Yeah, no, I think this was necessary, man. We've been talking about, um, you know, the problems and things of that nature. And, you know, we back on, all right, let's take, let's take our destiny in our own hands. So, no, I appreciate all you brothers for this conversation today. Thank, thank you to everybody listening, man. And thank you all for making us top 10 in our uh, – feel you know what I'm saying that's 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 Let's a big go. deal so a round of applause for us for that y'all keep uh leaving reviews keep telling your family and friends to listen and we'll continue to get on here every week man and try to give you our great content man once again shout out to my baby girl my heart my love the 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 love of my life Avery Marie Sweet Pea Quinny I love you baby girl you probably won't ever see this until you're like 30 you could be going through these videos but I want to let you know daddy loves you and um you mean the world to me all right so happy fourth birthday! Love y'all too, man. Don't think I left y'all out. Love y'all too. Well, With... did you hit the ten? You hit the ten.
1: Can we stay on? I just need about two more minutes. Hey, <laughs> Let's 10. go.
4: Hey, y'all, stay on. I'm going to celebrate my uh, daughter's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah.
2: Did, uh, did uh, little
4: Jay? Did, he, did uh, Avery get his gift? I don't know.
1: Hey, Ma, he... is he getting one every hour on the hour? He said it was delivered yesterday.
4: Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, oh, oh, for real? Oh, can't, bro, let me tell you something. The Amazon man. In one man. of the
1: hours, fam. It's in one of the hours.
3: Okay, yeah, no, I check.
4: I promise you, I check as soon as we, uh, as soon as we get off of here. But let me Boy, tell you I something. something.
1: Said, like, every hour, on the hour. <laughs> Bro,
4: it's been, yo, it's been stuff coming through the house. When I tell you Amazon, because you know you, sh- you can't hit Target like that. So when I tell you they've been going coming to the crib and with boxes galore. Uh oh, you lost. Well, lost the audio. Yay! Yeah. Hopefully Go
1: on
3: again.
4: Hopefully that <laughs> will save, Carl. Would that save? Yeah, uh, yeah you got yeah, Another yeah. one hey. off. Okay. No, I'm just saying, you know, if it cut off, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, hey, where you at, dog? Come on. Hurry up. I don't come know. On, I'm just hey. going
1: to go into you. trying to go. Talking. Let's go. T- when hey. you finish, tell me you finish and I'll look at it.
4: <laughs> hey, uh, all right. So, side note, uh Carl,
3: what you got up for the day? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I think I, my man's supposed to come if he hadn't come already. So, I'll be out here measuring and... Seeing what we're doing with floors for the rest of the day. That's yeah. the
4: plan. Okay. Got gotcha. you. ma don't change them batteries out. We can hear you. We'll just use your Zoom audio for the we'll use the Zoom. The <laughs> remainder <laughs> of it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, uh, Hope. hey, hopefully, I will say this. Hopefully, our audio sounded incredible today. Hopefully, we sounded better. Oh! Ten miles. <laughs> ten miles. <laughs> ten miles.
3: Hey, you got to change the track. Not five, six miles a day no more.
4: Ten miles. That was uh, a long time fact, ago. <laughs> Matter of fact, name, and that's the, uh, we went, yeah, we got y'all along with the day. Carl, that's the name of the podcast. Don't even text me and ask me. 10 miles. Let's right, go. See miles. y'all next week. Love y'all.
1: <laughs> we out. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make that, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.